Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Zydeco, like you have never heard it, and classic songs for today's ears. Today is full of surprises as we talk with the Zydecool man, Sean, and the man with the golden voice, Mark. You'll find out all about them in just a minute. Welcome to Music Friday Live. From Los Angeles, California, the music capital of America, it's Music Friday Live. I'm your host, Patrick O'Heffernan. This is your show. Our guests are here to talk with you, so call in, 347-215-7511. That's 347-215-7511. Or if you're sitting there with your headphones on at work, you can email us. And a lot of you already have already, musicfridaylive at gmail.com. And I want to welcome our listeners on Block Talk Radio on the CyberStationUSA.com radio network and all their radio affiliates and the Artistic Echoes Network in the UK, who's obviously going to hear us tomorrow because it's, you know, tomorrow, yesterday, whatever, and everybody listening on Stitcher and iTunes. And again, if you have questions or comments, you can email them to us if you're not listening to us live. If you're listening to us live or you're listening to us on a podcast or you're in England, email those questions. We'll forward them on to our guests. Well, before we talk with our first guest, I wanted to note the passing of one of music's giants. Yesterday, Aretha Franklin died. 20 Grammys, three American Music Awards, Critics' Choice Awards, TV Land Awards, Golden Globe nominations, and many, 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 many more. Already her star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame is covered with flowers, truly. There was nobody like Aretha. We will miss her. We will miss you, Aretha. But thank you for the music and thank you for the respect. Sean Ardway creates Creole rock and soul from Zydeco while he works hard to ensure that Zydeco remains authentic and vibrant. He combines rock and funk and blues with Zydeco into a music that is new and yet it's traditional. And it's about the best dance music that uh, we've heard in a long time. He's a fourth-generation accordion master. He has a pedigree that goes way back, and we'll talk about that um, later. And he took over his dad's band, and he energized it with music of his youth. And then music was Earth, Wind, and Fire, and Kiss, and Hip Hop, and Reggae, as well as traditional Zydeco. And the result is what he calls Zydecool. Creole music that has propelled Sean to Carnegie Hall, Bravo TV, Queen Sugar, and BET. And in his spare time, while he does all those things, he's also founded the Creole Hall of Fame. Sean, it's an honor and a pleasure to talk with you. And I would love to have you pronounce your last name for me because I know I'm not going to get it right. <laughs> R. Dwayne. R. Dwayne. Okay, all Dwayne, right. Dwayne, like a baby goes, Wah, or Dwayne. R. Dwayne. Okay, all right. There well, you as go, you can there tell, you go. Yeah, that's really hey, good. <laughs> hey, and Creole's not my, my first language either. <laughs> exactly, huh? Uh, well, you know, we got a lot of things to talk about, so many things to talk about, but at the top of my list is the new album, uh, Creole Rock and Soul, and we're going to play a, a few songs from it. Um, when is it out, or is it is it available now for, for pre-order? It it comes out September fourteenth, and it'll be ev- everywhere you get your music. It will be there. Okay, that's that's everywhere mm, you get your music. That's a little less than a month. Can, can people pre-order it now? They'll be able to pre-order it on the thirtieth of this month. I think that's when the link will be available. I was okay. wanting to get it now, but I, I don't think I can get it before the thirtieth. All right, we'll we'll send us a note and we'll we'll shoot it out to all of our uh, our our online fans. Right, I definitely um, will, definitely will. Well, has this album been kind of on your mind for a long time? 
Oh my God, man! This we uh, I'm a Personas artist, the Personas music company. They they make like uh, EQ speakers and all kinds of stuff like that. Uh, I recorded this at Personas two years ago. I put the music for it, right? Just the tracks, and I lived with the tracks for like a year, and then um, I started writing in uh, in like uh, May. I wrote the whole thing in May, finished recording it, changed some stuff up, and then by June we were done. <laughs> okay. Um, it, it was a labor of love, but, you know, the way I write my process is that whenever I get the creative spurt, I just go in. And I spent like, you know, four weeks just going in, no sleep, you know, eating badly, blood pressure went through the roof. <laughs> hey, all that. <laughs> the whole nine. <laughs> Well, we're going to play some songs from it, but before we play we play them, I wanted to ask you. Um, one of the things that you've you've said is that your mission, one of your missions, is to preserve the authenticity of Zydeco while keeping it fresh and evolving for new audiences. Did you yes. have that as an explicit idea in mind when you wrote and recorded these songs? Yes, definitely. Because uh, Zydeco music proper down here in Southwest Louisiana and Southeast Texas, man, you know it's it's a vibrant it's a vibrant and living thing. We have our own culture, our own swag, our own language, our own music, our own style of dance, our own dress, our own food. It's 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 vibrant here, and I feel like like um, the world is missing out on it. Before, when I was growing up, like there was always a band that would be able to take this experience and bring it out to the to the world. And then at some point it got so strong here that nobody wanted to leave. I've always not had a problem leaving because I love going out and sharing my culture with the world. So yes, whenever I did this CD, I wanted to make sure that, uh, that it was authentic and that you can Zydeco dance to every song except for the slow one, you know, but you can Zydeco yeah. dance to them. But it, 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 it allows that, that feel it's not so 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 brash to the ear that you got to get used to it, you know. Okay, well let let's listen. The to accordion it a is, a, is an instrument. Yeah, the accordion is an instrument that you either love or you hate. And I love it. <laughs> and I there you I, go. I there you. you go. And, and believe it or not, there's a lot of accordions um, here in uh, Southern California because we have the oh, uh, I know. The, the, the mariachi. Uh, uh, band yeah. here and and yeah so and also cumbia too which uses accordion well let's listen to a little bit of that let's and this is the the appropriately titled song do my thing okay well i wear my clothes like this because I can't, cause I can't. And I wear my hair like this because I can't, cause I can't. And I walk around like this because I can't, cause I can't. And I do my thing like this because who I am. And if you expected me to give you an apology for being nothing like you used to, well, go ahead on right there and wait. Hold your breath and concentrate. Keep holding till your face turns blue. Cause my certainly did your thing there and I, and I and I can hear the zydeco and I can hear the funk and I can dance to it too. Um Yeah, man. So you're really telling the world that you are going to write and play the music you want. Uh so how do re, how do your fans react to the blend and the message in that song? You know, I uh I did a I did a Facebook live with uh Cupid of the Cupid Shuffle. Uh mm-hmm. last night I got uh and I was interviewing we were talking um my people, my tribe, is my tribe, and they love what I do. And, and you know, and, and that, that's the hardest thing as an artist to get to that point to where you go, you know what, I'm not for everybody, but who I'm for, they're going to love it. <laughs> well, you know I'll what I'm saying? You, if you'll accept me, I'd like to be a member of your tribe, okay? <laughs> oh, yeah. No anybody, can co- no, anybody can come. It's open to everybody. But, right. you know what I'm saying, because, you know, I feel like if you try to please everybody, you lose yourself. 
Yeah, that's true. And 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 do my thing was like an anthem. Uh, you know, I didn't write that song. That was actually uh, 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 Estelle and Janelle Monae's team that did mm-hmm. that. But um, that song spoke about me because I'm I'm living it and I'm living my best life. I'm trying to be the best that I can be for my fans and for myself. And you know, I hope they love it. And the ones who are ready to go on the journey with me, I'm ready to roll and have a great time okay. doing. Okay. Well, let's let's play some more of that great music. I want to play um, well, Overdosed. <laughs> yes. that you wrote that song with with your son and uh, that your son kind of represents a fourth generation of uh, musicians in the uh, Ardway fam- family. Yeah. Yes. Uh, you must be yes, r- really does, proud. Man. Tell us about your son. Man, my son, uh, his, uh, his stage name is Sean David. Uh, you can find him on Facebook and everywhere, Sean David MFX. Uh, and he does like, uh, he's got a mix of like pop, hip hop and uh R&B, it's the, it's the music of today, basically. But he writes, records, and performs his own music. And uh, I said, Sean, give me, a, give me your spin on this vibe, you know, because it, it's, a, it's a very current feel for me. And uh, he did it. We wrote it together, Overdose, man. And everybody's, when you can find that woman or that, that thing that you overdose on, it's a, it's a great thing, as long as it's not unhealthy for you. You know? Wow, that that must be a wonderful experience. Uh, you sh- you, I'm sure you're really, really proud of uh, of your yeah, son. Yeah, and, and he also, plays in the band with me. Yeah, he plays ooh. in the band with me as well. Okay, uh, let me yeah, remind man. our audience that we are talking with uh, Sean Ardway. You can you can talk with him too. You can call in three four seven two one five seventy five eleven, or you know, if you're sitting here with your headphones on, uh, email us. Music Friday Live yes. at gmail.com. We do have some emails. In fact, we had some emails before you even came on. So why don't we uh, answer some of these questions? Uh, Marlene in Austin wants to know. <laughs> well, I don't. I, maybe you. Don't, I don't know anything about this. Maybe you do. What do you think of the proposal to make the French Quarter family friendly? Do you know anything about that? You know what? Hey, Marlene. First of all. Second of all, I'm in Lake Charles, which is three hours from New Orleans. But um, the French Quarter is family-friendly during the day. And uh, I'm not a native New Orleanian, so I can't sound off on what whether they should or shouldn't do. <laughs> but I know that if you take away the, the character of the nighttime New Orleans, then, you know, that would kind of be a disservice to the, to the city. You know what I'm saying? Okay. All right. kids, should, kids shouldn't be up at 11, 12 o'clock anyway, so. <laughs> I don't know. Um, uh, Sherry in Tampa uh, wants to know, how many and what kind of accordions do you have? Oh, Sherry, that's a great question. I have got uh, three single row accordions. They're made by Larry Miller. They're Bon Ticajan and Bon Cajan. They don't make them anymore, so they're kind of vintage. And I'm also a honer artist. Artist, so I uh, my three row accordions are Honer accordions, and uh, one of them is a G as a uh, E A D, the key of E A D, and the other one is uh, A flat C sharp F sharp. Okay, well that's quite a collection, right? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, man, do, got another one on the way. Wait, <laughs> do, do you travel with all of them? Yes, because the songs that I play, uh, there's different songs that require because the accordions are keys. So you can't play one accordion for every key. 
Okay, all right. That's uh, the Segura. only drawback, man. <laughs> <laughs> to the accordion. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh in um, Los Angeles wants to know, are there any women in your band? You know, at times there are. I have two, I've had three female drummers. And uh, at one point I had a girl playing scrub board. So, yes, I'm wide open. Matter of fact, if there's any uh, any uh, great instrumentalists, you know, just, you know, you'll find out how to get in touch with me on the thing. I'm trying to set up tours now. So, hey, I'm open okay. because, if, you know, okay. if she wants to play, I want to play with her. Okay. Uh, you know, it's interesting that you mentioned uh, women uh, on the drum kit. Uh, the, I'm seeing lots of women on the drum kit. Uh, they are yeah, really, man. really good. <laughs> right. uh, uh, yes, there's indeed. Uh, a band playing uh, Saturday night, I believe, at Echo Park Rising, a music festival here in L.A. called No Small Children, which has a woman back on the drums who just sort of nuclear-powered. Really, really good. Um, Rascal. Yeah. And I, I don't want to uh, forget, Rascal. I had a girl guitar player at one time as well. Go okay. Ahead. All right. Um, you know, girls, according to statistics that we saw at NAMM last year, women now buy more guitars than men. And they are wow. keeping the industry alive. So keep that in mind. Um, Rascal Great. in Corpus Christi. Here you go. Um, Rascal, Rascal wants to know, do you know Doug Kershaw? Rascal, I do know Doug Kershaw. I've met him on many occasions, but I, I know him from growing up in the music. Yes, he knows my family very well. Okay. Uh, and for our, our listeners who may not know who Doug Kershaw is, he's another um, uh, Zydeco-Cajun music, uh, musician who uh, really rocks, to say the least, all right? Um, yep. Stiletto in Los Angeles, here's an interesting question. Stiletto wants to know, is Zydeco originally French music? Okay. So the quick story to that is, since we're on the radio interview, there was Creole music and there's Cajun music. I'm a day Ardwan, which is my fourth generation above, uh, third generation above me um, relative, was uh, most of the Cajun and Creole songs are based on his songs, right? Uh, and then, so so growing up, there was Cajun music and Creole music. And then when Clifton Chenier, uh, he got the credit for being the father of modern Zydeco music. And then about 1985 or 88, everything that was Creole started to be started becoming called Zydeco music. So the, the, the Creole language, which is a, French, a Francophone language, it was a major part of, of all of our, our musics, uh, and Zydeco is, is one of those. So it's not necessarily a French music, but it's a Francophone-based music, yes. Okay, all right. You, you know, I, I was thinking that America has a lot of regional musics, thank goodness, and most yes. countries do. Um, the Southern Louisiana, New Orleans uh, music culture, to me, it has this, one of the strongest flavors of any of those regional cultures. Um, so rich. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. And, and, and you're working to ensure its continuation. And one of the things you did was you set up the, the Creole Hall of Fame. Want, want to tell me what that is and who's in it? Okay, great. Um, we have the, the Creole Hall of Fame. Was, we had our first class last year. And um, the, the purpose of it is to recognize the outstanding contribution to the proliferation of the Creole culture through music, film, culinary arts, education, preservation, literary works, business, science, government, and human endeavor, every field of human endeavor. And uh, we initiated uh, the Vokersaw family. Vance came and accepted that war for his family. The Vokersaw family is out of New Orleans, and they were the, uh, the, the jazz and heritage, New Orleans Jazz Fest. The idea for it was formed in their restaurant. And they were the first black Creole restaurant in the French Quarter. And they're currently the only vendor selling food that's been to every jazz fest from the beginning. And uh, we did wow. it. And so, it's, you know, we've had these acknowledgments. Uh, also, we put in Amade uh, Ardouin, put in Clifton Chenier. We put in um, Dr. Debbie Clifton, who is a Creole linguist. She's been really uh, on the language for supporting the language. Um, just we put in 10 people. And uh, this year, it's going to be on October 20th here in Lake Charles, Louisiana again. And we got some great new people that are going to be in. Uh, we're honoring uh, Duke, Leah Chase out of Dookie Chase out of New Orleans. So the point of the, of, the, of the thing was to acknowledge Creole accomplishments 
And, like, here in Louisiana, we have three different Creole. I just found out we had four now. We have four distinct pockets of Creole people in the state. And I want to, to join those together and then reach out to the world, the world Creole population, to acknowledge them as well. Okay. Um, you know, as, as you were talking about that, I, I was thinking, are there purists who are kind of looking over your shoulder and thinking, yeah, you set up this, this thing, but your music isn't really authentic? Do you ever get that kind of criticism? Oh, yeah. There's always somebody who wants Because, see, here's, and, and I laugh at it. And, and I, when I was younger, I would come, I would definitely come against them with a lot of vigor. But now I just laugh and disarm them and say, well, you know, whenever you discovered, quote, unquote, this music, it was growing. And, <laughs> okay. And, and, and just, you know, because, see, most people, when they discover it, they want it to stay exactly the same way they discovered it. So anything yeah. after the point that they discovered it, they don't feel like it's authentic. So my thing is this, because I love the culture and I love this music, when we're green, we're growing. When we write, we rock. And I'm not trying and, to let it rot on my watch. <laughs> okay. Well, I want to and, play um, a, a slightly different kind of Creole music for, uh, from your album. Um, this okay. is Butterfly. Yes. Now I understand that that that's a tribute to your wife, and that yes, it, it comes from something called the Buckleshine tradition. You want to tell us about the Buckleshine tradition? Well, when I was growing up, uh, uh, the Creole music was very varied. They had the two-step, the waltz, uh, they had the fast two-step, slow two-step, the mid-tempo. So every, there was varied tempos and varied rhythm centers that people could dance to. And then you had the Buckleshine thing. Right? That means you slow dance. You know, everybody had a belt buckle back in the day, and they liked to keep it nice and shiny. So uh, one thing that I thought that was kind of missing from the music in this area was we didn't have that, ho- that, that thing where you could actually do like a little slow dance or a mid-tempo swing out to. So um, I brought that tradition back with this song. And uh, I didn't know what the song was going to be. Like I said, remember I said I recorded them a year ago, and then it took me, you know, took me a little time to get that stuff going. Well, all I knew was that part was, I love you. That's all I knew. <laughs> and then and then when I hit the foot for a year, I would wait till the three quarters of the song and just, I love you. But when I sat down to write, I was like, I got it. And and it just it just came out. Uh, you know, butterfly, you can't mm-hmm. get juice if you don't squeeze. Pressure makes a diamond. And the struggle makes the butterfly. And life made you, girl. Made you just for me. And did your wife like it? Oh, she loves it. <laughs> but my wife, my wife's like she's like, look, you, I've been living with this with you because every time you record, because my studio's here at the house, she's like, look, I, I want to get my CD when everybody else gets it, so that I'm not tired of it when it comes out. <laughs> you got a wise, uh, a wise woman for a wife. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you've created something else too called the the Creole uh, Creole United. Want to tell us what that is? Yeah, Creole United, man. It's a it's a, a a a movement more than it is a band. Uh, myself and Andre Theory out of Richmond, California, uh, we 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 set up this thing, and it's with all Creole band leaders. We get them together, multi generational, multi styled, uh, you know, and we have all different accordions as well. And uh, we come together and we create a project. We we did a non jamais fait, which means never been done. That was in 2013. And this year, or 2015, 
we did Tuki Charles Akorek. 2016, I'm sorry. We did Tuki Charles Akorek. And um, that is Everything's All Right. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. This is 2018. In 2017, yeah. we did Tuki Charles Akorek. <laughs> My bad. See, the time just flies, man. Just flies. But right. we get all of the major... All of the uh, the Zydeco band leaders and Creole band leaders, we get them. We try to get them involved, and we try to coordinate their schedules and you know make it happen. It's been a great thing. I hope I get a chance to to, to hear them one of these uh, one of these days. Um, yes, and now, I'll, I'll get the CD to you, man. Okay, you got a deal. Now I understand that that uh, you um, reach outside of the Creole community and you work with um, hip hop producers and rock producers, etc. Do you have to educate them at all, or do or do they get Zydeco right away? You know, on this project was the first time I was officially able to do it on my project. Yes, I have to educate them, and that's why they want to do it, because Aaron Lindsay is the guy who helped me produce this CD. He's got six Grammys. He's worked with Berta Flack, uh, India Irie, gospel artists Israel Houghton and Marvin Sapp, and a whole bunch of other people. And um, we've, we've been friends for about 10, 11 years. And uh, when he came on, he said, Sean, he said, I want to do this because it's a, I feel like it's a challenge. I've never done Zydeco for real, for real. And wow. so I was like, bro, let's get it. And the and every time I do I've got like 15, 16 CDs. And every time I do one, I want it to be different than the last one. And okay, so this well. was, I got Aaron to bring his sensibility to this, man. And, and the collaboration between me and him was phenomenal. It was phenomenal. And this is Creole rock and soul, by the way. This is not uh, mainstream Zydeco. Okay. Well, it, this it is, works. This is, this is Creole rock and soul. <laughs> okay. We have, we're almost out of time, but uh, I want to okay. play a little bit of one more song. This is You Complete Me. Yes, sir. Oh, my God. Yes. It's a fab. Every time I close my eyes And think about my life All I see is you, baby And what you mean to me Every time I hear the sound of your voice Means a world to me Cause all I need is you, baby The things you do for me Like I need the sun, the moon Wow, I could listen to, to that all day. And in fact, we've been listening to it all week here in the, the studio. Thank and you, it's, a, <laughs> it's a perfect ending here. Um, was the decision to include that song difficult for you, or did you just know it was the right one? You know what, man? One of my friends was like, hey, you should redo You Complete Me. I recorded this song in 1999. It was done with an acoustic guitar. And, uh, and, I, and since I was working with Aaron, I had, a, I had a Ferrari, so I was like, drive it. I said, Aaron, let, can you do me a great track for this? And, oh, my God, the track is phenomenal. You know, yes. uh, I, I love it. I, I, I'm just excited. I'm totally satisfied with it. This is the first time I'm completely satisfied as an artist with every part of my project. That well, has never happened. I- I, I, <laughs> I'm satisfied with it too. I love it. I love every song on this album, and we should um, we should you. tell people where they can where they, where they can get your music because I think you have seven albums out now too, don't you? Uh, I got about fifteen out. Whoa! But, you know, some of those some of those were pre pre iTunes, so okay. I'm working on getting those uh, uploaded. But yeah, you can go to s e a n a r d o i n dot com. You can go to S, the same name, Sean Ardway on Facebook. Add me on my fan page, Instagram. It's the same name everywhere. And on the CD will be out on September 14th, everywhere you uh, buy digital or listen to digital. And the pre-orders will be, able, will be available on August the 30th. And if you connect with me on social media or on my website, you'll get that information, and I'll get that to you. I appreciate 
every single one of you who take time out of your busy schedule to listen to my music and support. Live music is awesome if you can support it. We'll always have great, great artists coming out and doing their thing. Well, speaking of live music, uh, are there any uh, live dates for you coming up? Yes. Uh, coming up quickly, the, the, uh, it, here in Lake Charles, we have Zydeco Lunch at the Blue Dog Cafe, and that's where I'm going to do my uh, CD release party. I'm also doing okay. a thing for Lieutenant Governor at the Casino and a few other dates coming up, but nothing in the California area or the London area or the Florida area yet. Well, you'll, we'll find out, I'm sure. Uh, Sean, thank you so much for taking the time with us today. This has been a lot of fun, and I'm looking forward to the album. Thank you so much for having me, man. I appreciate it. Love y'all. And uh, Creole Rock and Soul, baby, let's get it. <laughs> okay, that's uh, Sean Ardway. Follow him at seanardway.com, and that's S-E-A-N-A-R-D-O-I-N.com. Okay. We have to take a quick break right now before our next guest, but uh, in, during that break, we're going to take a little trip to Mexico, so stay with us. Well, just two hours south of the California border lies the enchanting seaside town of San Felipe, Baja California, where friendly people, warm waters, and a relaxing vacation awaits. And it all starts at www.mysanfelipevacation.com. Whether you choose to golf on the 18-hole championship course overlooking the Sea of Cortez with friends, enjoy a romantic weekend for two on the beach, or take the whole family for a fun-filled weekend of shopping and activities, you'll be sure to find just the right accommodations at mysanfelipevacation.com. So what are you waiting for? Isn't it time you got away? Visit www.mysanfelipevacation.com today. That's www.mysanfelipevacation.com. See you in San Felipe. And you know what? You will see us in San Felipe, and particularly if you use the discount code MFLA5, which will give you a 5% discount on uh, every room you book. Well, you know, once in a while, we like to put down the Congos and the, the Abletons and the drum pads and sit back and just enjoy a beautiful voice with music that carries you up and away. Mark Kingswood has been, Mark Kingswood has been doing that for a number of years now. He is the beautiful voice, singing and producing in his native England, touring Canada, and, and with songs influenced by artists from Frank Sinatra to Josh Groban. He loves jazz, big bands, and pop music from many eras, and he incorporates them into his own performances and songwriting. The result is inspiring. It's the kind of music that grabs you in the gut and simultaneously stills your heart. There's nothing like what he does. Listening to Mark Kingswood is just makes your heart glow. Well, his debut album is called Strong, and it's making people glow all over the world. And even better, he's here with us now. Mark, welcome to Music Friday Live. Thank you, Patrick. How are you, sir? I'm very good, and even better now that you're here. <laughs> right? and I've been good. Um, it's a pleasure. Yeah, we've just listening to your music all week. Um, uh, first of all, thank okay. you for such a great album. I mean, this really is a um, uh, uh, an accomplishment. Um, um, and I can say it's a good thing it's not on vinyl, because otherwise we would have worn it out here at the, the studio. So congratulations. Um, it's it's on vinyl. It is actually on vinyl. Oh, it um, is on vinyl. Okay. It well, is on vinyl. Yes. <laughs> yay! Even, even better for all the coffee. vinyl fans out there. There yeah. you go. Um, yeah, we did make a conscious decision. No, it's it's, it's an album I'm, I'm very proud of. So, thank you for the uh, the very kind words. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, it's it's the first the first one, and I'm very very proud of of how it came out. You know, there was a, a lot of work that went into it, and um, we we sort of specifically decided that. We would actually get it mastered twice, once for um, for CDs and then sort of digital, and then again for vinyl. So it's a, it's a bit of a different experience listening listening to it on vinyl. If you are a well, vinyl it, a, a vinyl head, and all of that worked too very well. Uh, you know, this album for an album that has ten songs, it covers a lot of ground. Uh, it's the, the right ten songs. So did you start with you know a gazillion songs and then whittled them down to the perfect ten? Well, no. What we wanted to do is there's 
there's actually 11 originals on there uh, and two covers. So there's 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 more originals on the album than than covers. But um, I think we kind of had a real sort of clear goal and what we wanted to do and and what messages I wanted to put out on that album. So um, the kind of the writing side of it is always a little bit easier, I find, because obviously there's there's not so many restrictions. You know, you're you're putting out your message to the world and. Um, I found that it was kind of harder to to pick the covers really for the album, um, just in you know in order to try and you know keep keep respecting the song, but obviously have a have a bit of a free play with them, be able to put your stamp on those songs, but you know in, in still keeping the heart and soul in what the original was giving. Do you see what I mean? So it's kind of a little yeah. bit more tricky um, with the covers, but uh, yeah. All right. Well, let, let, let's play. Uh, actually, why don't we play the um, the title song on the album? This is strong. This black hole swallowed me whole. Among the dead men Never felt so low But I didn't quit Abandon ship So if you feel you're in the deep end Just remember this If you cry, cry, cry It's a losing game How much of your life is in that song? It, it sounds like you had to fight your way out of the deep end. Yeah, I mean, it's it's you know this this industry is a very hard industry, and it's it's an industry that I've been in for a long time, and and I think that you know anybody else that's been in this as well would tell you that you know there is a is a lot of knockbacks, there's a lot of heartache in this industry, and uh, um, I, for me personally, it's just uh, you know I wanted to do something that kind of projected a bit of a positive message um and that's just from you know from my perspective but the great thing about strong is that i think it kind of relates to to a lot of people that are going through uh you know a different hurdle in their life but um it's, it's certainly something that I'm, I'm very proud of and I'm, I'm you know i'm glad that the message of you know just when life brings you down you know you've just got to get through it you've just got to be strong and if that message helps somebody out you know, on on a day that they're not feeling so great, then then that's the kind of best thing that you can hear from them. You know, so um, the, the the response has been fabulous from from that song, and I'm very proud of it. Well, it should be. It's a it's a, a very uplifting song, and like I say, we've been listening to it all all week here. Uh, I, I want right. to sort of hone in on something you just said, and that's about the uh, the challenges within the the music industry. Uh, you know, we talk to a, a hundred bands and artists a year here, and yeah. We hear that message a lot. Um, releasing a first album is always a challenge. And I wonder, first of all, why it took you so long to do it. And secondly, what kind of challenges uh, are you facing? Well, I think, to be honest, the first um, few years that I was in the business, obviously, you know, you're you're learning and you're getting a good sense of who you are as a person. I think that that's something that really took a lot of time for me is that I actually did a, a real 360 before I released the strong album. I was growing up in, in London and doing a lot of pop music and rock music, jazz music, you know, pretty much across the spectrum. But it was really only in the last sort of 10 years that I've just sort of said, you know what, I'm not happy really doing what I'm doing. I really want to get back in and, and do what makes me happy, which is, you know, the, the kind of jazz crossover stuff that, that I grew up with, you know, the, uh, the Frank Sinatra's, the Dean Martins, the, 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 you know, those kind of big acts, they're the ones that really inspired me um, growing up and listening to music. So I, I kind of, you know, put the rock stuff away for a minute and the pop stuff and really just concentrated on what I loved. And that's really where Strong come from. It was the first time that I'd actually, you know, made an album that I was just so happy to be making. And it was so me and it was so um, meant to be, really, the way that it all came around. But I guess that's kind of why it took so long to, to get around to it. It just took a a while to, to kind of go back to my roots really um, well, well, and, and glad you create did. a record <laughs> right. that I wanted to make 
you know, I, I love the uh, the orchestral arrangements that you you use. Um, you know, we hear a lot of stripped down music or music that isn't really music, uh, and yet so, you bring us this kind of real rich, lush uh, music. And and I watch your videos, and I've seen the orchestral players, and they look like they're having a lot of fun. That they enjoy working with you as much as they enjoy playing Bach. Uh, do, yeah. Do you work? with the same group of um, orchestral musicians each time that you record? Uh, yes and no. I mean, there are key people that, um, you know, are, are very, very essential to this project. Um, you know, the arrangers being in one of those and, uh, you know, you, you kind of, they're, they're actually good friends of mine and I've worked with them for a lot of years. So it, it obviously makes things go a lot smoother when you're in the, in the same circle and on the same page. But as far as the players go, Strong was kind of a bit, um, bit of a mix mash because we actually recall different parts of it in different places. So some of the uh, the tracks were recorded in London, um, but then, for example, the string orchestra um, that's on that there's, there's about 40, 40 or fifty players, um, and they were based out in Macedonia. So me and the arranger flew out and we we recorded the strings in Macedonia. We recorded some of the rhythm section in London, um, and then I did some overdubs in in my own studio. Uh, then we recorded some more rhythm section in Montreal and some overdubs and stuff like that. So it's it's been recorded pretty much both sides of the Atlantic, really, uh, and put together. So, you know, it's uh, it's crazy how it all works. But uh, no, I mean, you know, when when you find a great musician, I always, uh, as much as I can, try and, you know, bring them back on for as many songs and as many things as I can possibly uh, include them for. You know, it's a great discovery when you work with some, some great talent like that. And I bet they love it, too. Well, yeah. You, you mentioned uh, covers um, uh, that you do in your own way. I want to play one of those covers. I want, first of all, I want to play, say, the first few bars of uh, "Losing My Religion," the REM song. So here's "Losing My Religion." Okay. Right. seconds uh, of that same song where you really, really crank it up. So here's Losing My Religion right at the end. I think I thought I Just a dream. You know, I, like I say, I've been listening to this all all week, and I still got goosebumps listening to that. <laughs> right? And oh, during the week, the tough one. I, I I went back and I listened to the original 1991 REM recording, and frankly, and I'm going to get a lot of flack for this. Yours moves me a lot more. So I have to ask you, why? You know, like I say, I, I can hear the, the the emails coming in now. Um, why did you choose that song and 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 that way to deliver it? Uh, well, I just felt that, to be honest, it's such a an iconic song um, that I wanted to try and you know flip it on its head. And there was a load of songs that I, I really enjoyed from the, you know the era of music that I grew up with, you know, the nineties. Um, because for me, I made a conscious decision to try and choose something from around that time, purely because for the album, I didn't really want to 
borrow from the American songbook anymore. I think that that's kind of, you know, it's expected from crooners, but I kind of want to see, you know, how we redefine that for this year. Um, and I just felt that it was um, something that I could really put my own spin on, you know, and, and, and you know, move people in, in a different way to the original. So that was kind of the reason behind that one. I kind of, I loved the song so much and I, I, I instantly heard what I, where I, put it do you see what i mean so i kind of yeah. really just uh, yeah. honed in on the arrangement i knew it could be a big dramatic song and i kind of already saw the path before i before i sort of started working on the arrangement even so it was quite a clear choice to me that one well it it, it worked uh let me remind our listeners that we're talking with uh, mark mark kingswood about his new album strong and you can talk with them too you can call us at 347-215-7511 or if you're sitting there at work with your earphones on i know a lot of you are you can email us um, musicfridaylive at gmail.com and if you have been emailing us unfortunately not the email i'm getting is a flack of this flack for my uh <clears throat> my comment on that song so why don't we why don't we do some of the emails here mark okay um, <laughs> Rockman in Toronto. Okay, Rockman Toronto says, "I love it that you're touring here. Will you ever move to Canada?" Uh, the answer is, uh, I actually have moved to Canada. Believe it or not, I'm um, I'm living in Montreal at the moment, and I'm I'm sort of back and forth from Toronto quite regularly. So, um, tell Rockman that he's, he's most likely to, to see me pop up at some point very soon. Um, I'm kind of back and forth between Canada and the UK. Obviously, you know, there's, my roots are in the UK, and um, you know, there's also a, a fabulous market and a lot of support for me back there. So I'm kind of between the two at the moment, but um, I'm also kind of based in, in Canada at, at the moment. All right, Rockman, you're 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 lucky. You you, you get them, uh, Lisbeth in Los Angeles. Um, when do you usually, where do you usually sing? Do you sing at clubs or in opera halls or in big amphitheaters? Uh, we, we, we sort of aim for uh, theaters, really. I mean, we find that the, the genre of music that we do just kind of works best in a the theater. But then having said that, you know, I performed last weekend uh, on a big outdoor stage um, for about 3,000 people in, you know, as, as an outdoor venue, and we kind of adjust the, the you know, the sets accordingly to that. But um, if I had to choose, I would say that, you know, I think theatres are, are really what's, you know, the best fit for this. But um, really, I, I kind of perform anywhere, really. I mean, it's, you know, as long as people are happy to, to sit there and hear me sing and, um, you know, I get a great response from, from the audience, then that's all that, that matters really to me. And, you know, they go away saying they've had fun. So, um, yeah, there's not really anywhere that I would say that, that I, you know, I don't perform, but, um, as I say, theaters well, is normally what we kind question. of aim for. If you do play in a smaller venue, um, mm. you don't have, that doesn't have the stage space for the orchestral background, the orchestral musicians, uh, do you record that and, and, and play it in, play it electronically? We, what we normally do is, um, Obviously, we, we try and get as many venues as we can that we can accommodate. The, we, we tour with a 10-piece band, um, so it's not quite a full big band, but it's still big enough, like you say, to, to sort of definitely bring up the size of the stage as a, as a you know, potential issue. Um, but you know, we do actually offer um, you know, a version of the show, which is like an acoustic show. Um, but it's normally you know maybe like a trio or something like that. But obviously, again, you know, the set, we normally kind of work more around that and um, you know, it's a bit more audience participation and it's, it's kind of much more like an intimate if we go down that road. But, but again, nine times out of 10, we really do try and push for the, you know, the, the venues that can accommodate for the, uh, the 10 piece band. Cause I think it's just a, a much bigger musical experience like that, but, uh, you know, yep. it is what it is. Absolutely. Sure. Uh, Simon in Los Angeles wants to know, are there any rock bands you like to play with? Um, uh, not really anyone I could, I could sort of, pull off the top of my mind i mean I'm, I'm into um some sort of soft rock country rock and stuff like that you know there's lots of um those kind of artists that i've, that I've listened to you know at my leisure i mean i'm a big you know pop and jazz man but you know there's certainly uh certainly some bands out there that i would say you'd find in my cd collection from you know country rock like the rascal flats or something right the way through to nickelback and you know theory of a dead man i mean it's it's a real you know it's a big diverse uh collection that I would, I would listen to so um but but none that i really play with as such okay all right well we have we have one last question and uh, it's from lemonhead in uh, tampa and he wants to know 
how old were you when you realized you had that voice? Uh, I was eight years old um, when I started singing. It's a it's a it's a bit of a long wow. story, but I was I was basically um, kind of forced by my parents to go into this <laughs> kids talent show. They you know they pushed me up on stage. Go on, go on, go and sing for them. You've got a nice voice. Go and sing. And I was sort of stood there, shaking like a leaf, and I belted out um, "Unchained Melody," you know, uh, from the Righteous Brothers. So the crew then started from eight years old, and I think I won that show. And there's nothing really like looking back out there and seeing your family cheering you on, and you know, yeah. when, I, when when they called me out as the winner, it was just it, that's where I got the bug really. So um, from then, from then, it's sort of I didn't look back. The rest is history, you know. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's play some more of this uh, wonderful music. Uh, I want to play um, another song that we loved here in the studio. This is "Time Away." <laughs> explicit mission to preserve the authenticity of Zydeco music. Do you have kind of a mission to to preserve some of the the great songs, the great classic songs? Um, Yeah, I mean, I I would say I've I've given myself a bit of a mission to preserve the sound and and protect the genre. Um, But basically, when I perform live, I like to include a lot of the American songbook and some of those standards, you know, people will expect and the songs that kind of really built me as a, as an artist and as a person, um, you know, I love, I love paying respect to those artists and those, those wonderful songs, but um, the mission kind of changes a little bit for me as a, as an artist and as a, as a, as an album and a music creator, because I, I just feel that for me, it's so exciting to be able to, uh, create brand new big band music that people haven't heard. You know, I mean, it's great to borrow songs from the American Songbook, but my overall lifetime goal in this thing is to try and, you know, create one or two songs that might actually inspire somebody else. You know, twenty, yeah. thirty, forty, fifty yeah. years down the line. Um, so it's kind of really, uh, it's really my mission to, you know, keep live music alive and, you know, again, use as many live musicians as we can. Um, still keeping a bit of a modern feel to it, but uh, certainly, um, you know, it's always, always in the back of my mind that you know, what can I do to to keep this this music relevant for people that already enjoy that timeless genre, but also for a new audience that you know maybe haven't discovered it yet. You know, there's still a there's a young a young crowd out there that that have never heard of Tony Bennett and and you know. Um, George Michael and these kind of things, you know, they're kind of, so I I always hope that maybe one day a song crosses over to them that introduces them to a whole new world, you know? Yeah. Well, uh, you'd be surprised. Tony Bennett seems to uh, do that quite well. He's always popping up with people like Madonna. He's still going. I mean, he's, uh, he's fabulous. He's, 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 you know, he's really churning out some great stuff. uh, He does. I love some of the, uh, the duet albums and everything. He's, He's fantastic. Well, as I said in uh, my introduction, uh, sometimes I just like to sit back and let the music carry me away. No gimmicks, no wild polyrhythms, no, no tough lyrics. Music that sort of just makes me happy. And you have there's an example. Well, all of, all of your songs are like that, but there's one that that really does that well. And this is Shine On. Okay. Against the moon There's a secret threat from you to me That can't be undone I hold 
Of audiences to that, particularly when you do it in a big venue. Uh, you know, to that song, it's it's quite um, it can be quite moving sometimes. I mean, it's for me the the message of that song is kind of you know remembering those people that made a big impact on your lives, and you know they sometimes they leave us a bit too early, you know, and that's kind of what that song is for me. It's saying that you know sometimes you look to those memories and and you know you gain strength from those memories so it's always a bit of a moving song when i do it live shine on and lots of people get their phones out and you know the the the, the lights go on and it's it's quite a it's quite a moving song i've, I've had quite a few people sort of say that they felt moved by it so it's it's always something that i enjoy performing well my reaction to that song is to play it again but unfortunately i can't because we are out of time. Not enough, there's not enough hours in the day, is there? Sometimes? No, there's not. There's, uh, too much, too much music, not enough time. All right. That's it. Well, this is That's Mark. It. This has been a delight. Uh, your music is extraordinary, and uh, I, I want, want to thank you for joining us today and for sharing this wonderful album with us. Thank you so much. You're very, you're very welcome, Patrick. Thanks for having me on the show. Appreciate it. Now, before you leave, let's make sure people know where they can get the album and where they can find out uh, about your tour. No problem. Well, you can you can order the album uh, physically if you want a physical CD or vinyl. Um, you can get it from markkingswood.com. Um, if you want to stream the album, it's available on all major streaming platforms, you know, Spotify, iTunes, YouTube Music. It's all on there. So it's very, uh, very easily uh, findable. Okay. All right. Well, I, uh, I know that you're um, touring Canada now. I hope at some point we see you here in Los Angeles. I know you're working on that. So when you do, let us know. We'll help you uh, uh, promote the, uh, the appearance. And, of course, we'll all be there in the front row. So, that so sounds thank great. You. Thank you very no much. Actually, actually, I noticed you have a, um, a gig in, in Vancouver on the 5th. Maybe you could sneak down to L.A. and play a gig on the 16th and get back up to Canada for your gig on the 18th. Think about that, okay? <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds like a good plan. I like that idea. Let's, uh, All right. Let's okay. Sounds great. Okay, mate. Um, thank you very much uh, for, uh, for having me. Thank you so it. much. That's uh, Mark Kingswood. Follow him on markkingswood.com. Get the debut album. You will love it. Stream him on Spotify. If you're a vinyl collector, he's it, the album is out in vinyl. And please beg him to come to uh, the United States for a tour. Well, you've been listening to Music Friday Live with Patrick O'Heffernan from the Cyber Station USA Network, the Blog Talk Radio Network, and our radio affiliates, and also the Artist Artistic Echoes Network in England. Like our Facebook page, follow our Twitter feeds, get real-time update on our guests. Um, Music Friday Live is produced by Music Friday Live and Fairness Radio, LLC. Our program director is Jason Bartleben. Our intern is, well, is no longer Angeline uh, Serrano because Angeline has her own radio station, <laughs> her own radio show. Now, uh, download this and other Music Friday Live programs at blogtalkradio.com or on iTunes. Check check out the Music Friday Live uh, uh, archives um, and tune in next week when we talk with two women who make great music Kim Cameron and Tammy Shannon check out our Twitter stream and our Facebook page and you'll get details on all of them and in the meantime have a great musical weekend and we're going to leave you with a little more of Shine On
count to ten I need you now You're the lighthouse burning through the rain And you bail me out And when the sirens draw me close The storm clouds gathering With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.